When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If it's Monday, it is Maesterclass. This will be my last Maesterclass for a little while. I'll be back in a few weeks. I'd like to thank you listeners who sent in questions and for my guests who were game to try to answer these questions. One such question came in to book at baldmove.com and historian Ian McInnes answers that question. Okay, here is Ian. This is irregular. Uh, Yes, well, I suppose that life is irregular. Okay, the question's from Josie. Josie writes, I ran into Game of Thrones at roughly the same time as Outlander. I've watched both shows and I've read both sets of books. I wonder if the old times, old times in quotes here, were as inherently dangerous as both these book series portray. Or if it's played up in the plot slash narrative then she asks if i could pose this to a historian and she says i look forward to hearing what that person has to say about violence in history i think that the assumption is often that it is um but i suppose i would i would counter that with with two points firstly i you know i think there is an element of yes it's very its whole dynamic is very medieval-esque uh, and so there is supposed to be that direct correlation between between game of thrones and medieval europe and undoubtedly it could be at various times quite violent uh, warfare is inherently violent because of the nature of it whether it's you know whether you're part of an army hacking each other to bits with with swords and axes or whether you're on the receiving end of of a raiding force you know torturing your village all of these things absolutely happened in medieval warfare and and, and we see elements of that sometimes which can be quite extreme can be quite vindictive those kind of things undoubtedly did happen because it comes down to the the behavior of individuals and no doubt there were sociopaths in the middle ages Mm -hmm. just the same as there Mm -hmm. is in the modern age um and so when given the opportunity when let off the leash in a war they, they do whatever they like um but but i suppose we need to reinforce the fact that that's not just a medieval thing modern warfare is, is equally as violent and, and indeed can be more violent due to our ability to essentially to yeah, kill blow more things people up. more quickly. Um, exactly. Um, so, so I think that there is that problem of we either see something like Game of Thrones as being unrepresentative because we are we live in a safer time when we're not exposed to these things, uh, or, or we see it as representing a past version of ourselves, which is a long time away. And so we feel better about it because we have improved, you know, we are, we are more civilized in the modern age. And that's a problem as well, because I, again, modern history would suggest. Yeah. Otherwise. So, so yeah, oh, no, I was just going to say, I was just going to add to that. 
there's also the problem of storytelling. Mm. And I think that historians do this as well as you know people like Martin who are telling a, a fiction, is that the things that capture our imagination are the episodes of conflict. You know, that's sort of what yeah. drives a story. So you might not hear mm. about all of the boring stuff that happened over you know a hundred years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are yeah. there are a lot of boring things that happened in the in the twentieth century, um, but for whatever reason, we have you know forty five thousand movies about World War Two, right? And yeah. and why is that? Well, because it's the conflict that is interesting. It's it's the ideological conflict. It's oh. the actual you know violence. That's the stuff that you make stories out of. And I think that that's a problem yeah. for not just, you know, a, a book like Game of Thrones, but it's also a problem for historians. We tell, you know, <laughs> history in a certain way. Well, I think that's absolutely the case, particularly when it comes to popular history. So, you know, what sells, yeah. um, what, what you can buy in your bookshop in the thousands of copies rather than, you know, academic books, which you're lucky if you sell a couple of hundred. Um, what will you see on TV? What, what, what documentaries are made about uh, all of that, yeah, yeah, the same issue. You know, look at the amount of documentaries and popular histories about World War II um, in comparison to any other being. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's what sells. It's what audiences want or are used to seeing and so want more of. Um, I, I suppose it, it just goes back to what it is that, that Martin is also trying to do. I, I, I think it's really interesting, you know, the first book, so. Game, a Game of Thrones itself and, and indeed the first series of the TV show it, it is one that's based very much about or largely about Westeros yeah, and peacetime yeah, right. largely, not completely, but, but but largely and so it's Westeros and peacetime and, and that's a very different dynamic, you get you know, you know get the start of things and you get the, the introduction to the various characters and, and how they are different ways, and there's the connivers there's the politicians, there's the, the noble ones and the ones who pretend to be noble um but it's all in a in a peacetime environment, and so it's it's all done in a certain way. And then the gloves come off for season two and, and yeah. book two and onwards, and then it, the dynamic changes because it's wartime. And I, I'm reminded as well of you know uh, uh, the House of the Dragon and, and the negative comment about House of the Dragon in terms of oh it's just a lot of people sitting around <laughs> talking. Um, but 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 I, yeah, I really enjoyed the series because it because it is that it's the politics yeah. of it all. Um, it's not about war and conflict it's going to become that we know that um but but it doesn't start out that way it, it's about the political dimension it's about the family dynamic uh, and the problems within that and that that is equally if not more interesting um but just because it doesn't have big mm -hmm, set piece mm -hmm. battles and things a, a certain part of the audience is perhaps turned off by that because they're not that that's not what they're tuning in to see so so yeah, I think I think it's it, it does come back to what what an audience wants, or at least what writers, producers, directors think the audience yeah. want, audiences want. Yeah, so. yeah. Again, with this with the storytelling aspect, it's like we care about beginnings, middles, and ends, right? So we want to know, yeah. you know, what yeah. what was the forge that created the great man. Or the or the or the great nation or the great period of time, mm. what ended in order to make this thing possible? And of course, with House of the Dragon, mm. in addition to that, you want to 
build believable and interesting relationships so that when you see those relationships in conflict, you've got something invested. Um, so yeah. I, I, I quite enjoyed the first season um, as, mm. as well. I did. <laughs> um, uh, have a great evening. Thank you very much. Have a good day. See good speech again, Anthony. Nolan has written to ask. He says he lives on the East Coast. He wants to know if uh, either of us would be doing a live show that he could attend. I said that I will not. However, you are doing stand-up yep. in uh, New York soon. Mm-hmm. So why don't you uh, tell Nolan about uh, it? Yeah, I uh, I will be for sure doing uh, a show uh, in Brooklyn on uh, the 26th of October. That'll be... Uh, gosh, what is the name of the place? I don't, yeah, it's, it's a bar show. Um, have you put it on steveosburn.com yet? Not yet. It's at the Talon bar. Um, I will, as we get closer, I only put like maybe a week and a half. So the Talon bar in in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Nine working on 9 PM, working on maybe something at the Greenwich club. October 26th. That's the 26th. And it, you might possibly be elsewhere as well, but yeah. that this one is for sure. This is for sure. I got I'm I've got a couple irons in the fire, and uh, that that'll all be as we get closer. It'll all be updated on on steveosborn.com. And uh, I will say, Nolan, that uh, I will be there too. I will be sitting in the back. I will have ordered both of my drinks of the two drink minimum at the same time. So you, I'll be the bald guy in the back with the two drinks. Maybe pasta, but it try to. I mean, if you can try to wake me up and uh, introduce yourself.